0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to first eps episode ten. Holy cow, we did it! Double digits, baby. <laughs> yeah, this week we're talking about the brand new HBO series. Just aired the first episode, The Nevers. Yep. Victorian powers. We're gonna talk all about it. So it was an action-packed episode. So we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. My name is Eric. I'm Keith, and this is First Eps. Bye-bye. All right, so big episode, a lot of stuff to talk about. But first, let's talk about let's talk about you, Keith. Let's what have you been up to? Let's talk about us.
1: All the good times, all the bad things that we'll be, will be. yeah. Let's sure. Talk about us,
0: baby. um what what have you been up to
1: so it's been a big week um i i've got a job back up in buffalo
0: yay
1: yep yep so that's where i am by you (laughs) yeah at some point in time um we're just closing on a condo up there in what i thought was an old schoolhouse now turns out it's an old women's and children's asylum
0: even better (laughs) yeah like you texted the other day you're like ghost babies is like what you said and it's like what out of context i didn't know what that was and then i saw more of the text and it was like um cool but hopefully it's not like just um spectral crying or whatever just regularly well
1: because the whole thing started with the whole ghost baby thought because i saw this picture of the hospital back in the day and it showed literally babies on top of babies in these carriages and stuff all these rooms in there and I'm thinking, oh my God, that's a lot of babies. And, Could have be ghost babies?
0: Yeah, and when was that from?
1: 1900. Like,
0: oh, so right around the time of the show that we watched.
1: That's true. You're yeah. right. It's like, not, too much, not too much later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a great segue. Yeah. Uh-huh. So interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's exciting. I'm, I'm, A, I'm very excited for you to be moving back here. Um, And B, we're going to have to figure out a a new setup for our our podcasting. Yeah. (laughs) This has been working very well. So we're going to have, you know, we need like a a two-person podcast area.
1: I mean, what I'm excited about, yeah, I don't know if you remember, but it does have a really big, like, 12-foot ceilings. And it's got this bookcase that's from the floor to ceiling. So I can see kind of the chairs in front of it, Mm. you know. Cups of yes. coffee or beer, good lighting. Obviously, our suite others, you know, with the lights on us and, and yep. the camera work, and just just a real great day production.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ramp this thing up big time. Oof. Now we're gonna need to soundproof that entire room. I hope you're okay with that. Just oh. uh, you know, oh, yeah, just absolutely. so that there's no acoustics in this old asylum.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we don't want to hear the babies that are haunted in the next room over.
0: That's true. Coming That's on true. Through. Although it might be cool for, if we ever do like some sort of paranormal episode.
1: Well, we could drive it right from my house. Yeah, which is kind of cool.
0: Exactly. Or if we just switch uh, genres all together and just go into um, we just do <laughs> just like we do the Ouija board and try to contact babies. <laughs> Goo <Goo-goo>. Goo Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that's great. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to um, to you coming back here. Um, and I don't need to help you move anything, right?
1: No, not this time. All right,
0: perfect, perfect. (laughs) That's that's all that really matters to me. And
1: I can get the stuff out of your attic, too.
0: Mm. Win, (laughs) win, win. It's all happening. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, speaking of it's all happening, let's talk about the show. Right. It was all happening on The Nevers. Um, Hold your horses. All right,
1: let's get into it. Oh, what do we got there? What do we have today? Kombucha? What
0: is no, that? Ruby Red Kolsch. It's grapefruit uh, Kolsch from Genesee Brewing. It's my, it's my favorite really? summer. It's a nice summer treat.
1: I didn't know that Genesee did kind of fun flavors. I thought they just yeah. kind of cream in the yeah. you know, it's the, delicious. The, the more day to day
0: variety, especially if you like grapefruit, it tastes just like a grapefruit.
1: I do. Fantastic. Cool. Nice.
0: Okay, so yeah, let's talk about this show set in London, eighteen ninety nine. And um, was it actually, it was, it was <laughs> so right around the same time that your place uh, maybe your place had some uh, some of the touched in there. Who knows? Wonder, yeah, yeah, but first of all, there will be um, some minor spoilers for the first episode uh, coming up right now because there was so much happened, so yep. very much happened in one hour. Um, and we're going to try to talk about most of it because it all seemed fairly important. I don't know. So just the way it starts, it took like a few minutes for really anything to happen. It was like just a really long montage with music, with like an orchestra. uh, Mm -hmm. And it was just just shots of a bunch of different women basically like going about their day.
1: Yep. In London. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then we hear like sounds like thunder or something. And then a woman, one of the women jumps like off a cliff. And flash forward three well, years later.
1: It wasn't really a clip. It wasn't. It was into like the water. Yeah, yeah
0: but you know, it and, was and, like definitely. It was not just like she was walking out into a, a lake or something. She's like just jumped off of something. I
1: mean, she did, she did just jump off. That's true. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it wasn't like a mountainside. I mean, I, I'm seeing like the Swiss Alps. Yeah. say That you know, and I yeah. like, want well, the viewers know that not to expect that scene.
0: No, well, I mean we weren't <laughs> there. So then fast forward three years later mm-hmm. and we see these two women mm-hmm. with, a. um, did you know that the one was the woman that jumped in the water right away? No. Okay. Know. No, me neither. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them was the one that jumped in the water and then this other one, and they're like super fancy, um, with umbrellas and they're just all jaunty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're walking purposefully. Um, they're, they're in, one of them's in a workshop, a uh, very steampunk-esque workshop. Very um,
0: steampunky.
1: Super cool, though. Yeah. I'm sure, like Liz, your wife loved that part.
0: She did. She was like, you didn't tell me this was like steampunky. And I was like, yep, yep, definitely is. Um, and then, so they're going to a house because right in the beginning, we learn that there are these people that have, three years ago, whatever this noise was in the sky, it touched people, mostly women. Mm-hmm. Um, and gave them some sort of abilities or transformed them in some fashion.
1: Yep. And we know that the, there's a government group that is kind of investigating them, kind of like a CIA or something, FBI, keeping an eye on them and seeing if they get out of hand, they might have to take them out too. So we yes. learned that very early on too. We don't know much more about that than that mission than that aspect of it, but they yep. might be dangerous is all we know at this point too.
0: So immediately, and then, so the first scene, they're going to check on one of these young girls who was touched. And immediately I'm like, yo, this is Victorian X-Men. Like right off the bat. I'm like, like this chick's I, I, Professor X.
1: Yep. The uh, St. Saint, Saint Fl- Flavia's home for orphaned children is the, 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 what's it called? Yeah. yeah
0: Charles it, Xavier's it, school for the gifted, the uh, yeah. whatever. Um. Yeah. And I was like, okay, here we go. So they go and they get this this young girl who turns out her ability kind of stinks. She just speaks in a different language now.
1: I know. I was like, I mean, she's going to, she's going to, they thought, so the parents of her, of that girl thought that maybe she was touched by the devil or something.
0: Yeah. She, she just speaks she, Chinese or something. But that's it.
1: But then then the the, the, the dream duel that we've come to meet, there's one who is the one who threw herself in the water, um, a.k.a. off the cliff. And then the one is, is the one who is the scientist lady go to try to talk with her. And they say, no, no, she's not possessed. She's speaking Chinese and Russian. Um, she's not speaking ancient Aramaic or Latin. Um, <laughs> she's just touched. And they're like, ah, better out of that or something.
0: Yeah. And then, it, it was funny. Their family was like, well, there were those Chinese uh, acrobats that she we saw. <laughs> it was like, I
1: saw them looking at her.
0: Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. But like, so at one point we see um the main woman her name is um mrs true we Mm. see her kind of just flash somewhere she was like anxious and then she flashed somewhere Mm. and i was like did she like teleport or something come to find out later in that scene that she just saw the future like a very brief glimpse of the future and um which is a weird power because like how do you it's got to be tough to it's such a fast glimpse like how do you use that to your ability you've been more like thinking about like what the heck is happening yeah, yeah. you know and in fact um, she
1: did, didn't she kind of get lost in it for a second then the co- her comrade kind of snapped her out of it
0: yeah she, yeah exactly she just because like i think a lot of it was like comes from that anxiety where she just mm-hmm. needs to be she does this thing where she like touches her fingers uh, when she's like starting to like noises so okay. um
1: that reminds me of Behind Her Eyes. If anybody was kept yes. watching that show, so, yeah. yeah,
0: go watch that episode of uh, First Steps. Um, and then, uh, so her friend's name is Penance, mm-hmm. and she is like a scientist doing the steampunk stuff, and she's got like these cool gadgets and stuff. But w- the best thing was like, so they're they're going to get this Myrtle girl, the girl that speaks Chinese, and they're like running from these these creepers try- are trying to steal Myrtle.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden the downstairs trying to convince the parents to send her with them and they hear yeah. the crash upstairs and so, they go running up.
0: and so they go chase just, them out. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, they fight. They're running away. Tiny little car shoots out. I mean, it was like... Oh, a, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait.
0: It was the best <laughs> part. I was like, this car, look at this little car. And like, there's horses and buggies and she's driving this little car. I'm like, this chick. And then I'm like, yo, this chick is beast. She's beast. <laughs> I mean... That's kind of true, yeah. Um,
1: well, who would you say? What's her name? Truth, True,
0: True. Yeah, Am- Amalia True.
1: Yeah. Um, we. You did, you did. One thing to mention is that we find out that not only can she see glimpses of the future, but she's also a very strong fighter. Um, yes, she's definitely. I don't know if part of her abilities come from the fact that she can see what the opponents are gonna. You know, kind of like Rain. Was that her name from? Um, remember that um, Joss Whedon's other one.
0: She, yeah. Yeah, if
1: she could see, she could see the future, kind of. So she was a really great fighter because of that. Yes. What was that show? Firefly. Yes. Yes. I'm wondering if this is kind of echoes of that too. So I don't know, but yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, uh, this show was definitely there was not a, like a very original. There was not a single original idea. I'm gonna say in it. Um, did you, see
1: the, did you see the flashback to Dawn, season eight of Buffy. Which part? <laughs> the dawn, dawn, um, from the cartoon, or from the comic books. When she becomes like ginormous. Oh yeah, like, uh, yeah. What was her name?
0: Yeah, and it was like Penelope or something like yes. that. Yes.
1: We learned about um, this giant lady later on too. Yeah, she's actually a giant girl. I'm like, that's Dawn.
0: Yeah, from, it you looked guys like watched
1: Buffy after after Buffy ended on the air. They had the whole comic book continuation, and Dawn became large. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. became like, um, large.
0: So, I mean, we're getting away from ourselves, but it's so- hard because. They, he jam-packed, they jam-packed so much stuff in this episode. Um, and while we're talking about Buffy and origin, not original ideas, so for the people that don't know, this was written, directed, created by Joss Whedon. Now, everything besides the end credits that says Joss Whedon was removed from this movie. There's, he's not used in the marketing at all. Yeah. Um, nothing. And it's obvious because he turned out to be like a total creep. Yeah. Um, yep. And Even when we chose this one, like, I knew I wanted to see it before because it's right in our wheelhouse. Like, but, like, and especially being, like, growing up being, like, a huge Joss Whedon fan with Buffy and then even the um, his X-Men run in the comics was, Mm -hmm. like, one of my favorites. Um, And then, yeah, his, like, the movies that he did, all that stuff. So it was, like, a real big bummer when he turned out to be, like, just a creeper.
1: Just another one of, the, one of those Hollywood users who just, like, shit on women. It's ridiculous. Yes, yeah. and
0: especially someone that was always so, like, about, like, feminism. And then to find out that was all bullshit, like, it's even, like, it, you know, it's even worse. So Yeah, like, it just
1: it, makes it creepy. And yeah. Just,
0: just, like, he was awful. using this faux feminist, like, outlook to, like, get closer to women and, like, then, like, behind the scenes, like, put, pushing them down. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't want to get into women, him... But-
1: yeah, what his too much be. yeah I don't like that
0: yeah I didn't want to get into it too much I want to just talk about the show but it's hard because he was so involved in the creation of it um and especially now we're talking about like there's all these rehashed ideas that he that he used yeah. you know so it's obviously worth mentioning that and then like some of that you do like then wonder like some of the stuff like the lines in it or like some of the stuff that like I don't know at one point the woman's just like fighting in like her, like her underwear or whatever, you know? And it's like, you wonder like at what point, like,
1: wait, I don't remember that part. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. 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 Later on. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. So like, and it's like, it kind of like takes away from it, knowing that he's like, you know, it might've been like a creepy incident. Now we will say that like um, HBO and uh, the person who run, who ran this show said that there were no incidents on the set involving any of that and they were very sure of that confident that you know everything was was on the up and up so we will say that and not you know but all right let's get back to the show because like again like this hour was and that was one of my other um one of the things i didn't like about the show is that there was so much happening and i was like how are we going to talk about all of this but (laughs) we'll try our best let's do it um
1: so let's go back to the part so so well, who is, what is the girl's name who's getting abducted? Try, almost abducted? Myrtle. Myrtle, okay. So Myrtle and True, uh, Myrtle is almost abducted by these people who crash through the window. True comes up, they're like zombie guys or something, right? True comes up, they fight. Um, they grab Myrtle. They all run away into this carriage, but the zombie guys get on horses and they're chasing them through the streets of London. Um, Myrtle, True, and Penelope, no, Pr- Prudence. Penance. Penance <laughs> are in in this horse and draw horse drawn carriage, and they're like, we'll never outrun them. And Penance is like, don't worry about it. And then they burst out in the car that you described. Also,
0: ago. there was <laughs> uh, it was like a self driving carriage. They had like a robot like thing like yes, r- running that's it.
1: That's right. That's right. Because one of the bad guys group like ripped off like the yeah. head, and it was just like this R two D two thing.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then right after that, super simple. Intro, just the title thing, and I thought it was funny too. Like, I mean, the intro is two seconds, if that, and then there's a little thing in the bottom corner that says like to skip the intro, and I'm like, it would take you longer to like click the to skip the intro than it, the actual intro, which was I thought was funny. Um, and then we learn about the one of the the big villains in the series, I believe, Malady. Mm. Uh, she's basically like a reverse jack the ripper she's just like some crazy lady who's killing you know well-to-do men Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she's touched she's one of the touched they don't really get into like what her ability was
1: i mean we find out well later on you mean she's the one that comes to like we find her later on right where they have the big fight yes that's malady okay yeah um do we want to talk about her now i mean i'm happy to um yeah, so I think her ability, I'm not sure about that, it might be durability, because um, she was getting, the, like, <laughs> basically using her body against True for, like, a weapon, <laughs> mm-hmm. over and over again, until she, like, beat True down, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't, don't know, like, she, but yeah, she only just, like, uses, like, she cuts people up with knives and stuff, like, so...
1: It was a spine you know, saw. I think what, what it was. Oh. Or, yeah. That's used for like for post-surgical that she used uh, post post-mortem surgery rather. <laughs> I was like, I know that instrument. <laughs>
0: um, Yeah. She's a, a, a very cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else is there? So there, there was a meeting of that organization yes. um, and they were talking about like how they could stop it. What were they doing with those big hourglasses?
1: I didn't get that either. Yeah. So there's this meeting of kind of like, you know, the angry white men yeah. who are, who are in, in, in charge of the city, trying to keep protect its, its ideals. Um, and they're, of course, against the ladies who are, you know, more emancipated and more powerful. Um, uh, and not, and of course, uh, they do have some reason to be afraid because some of these women like, uh, what's your name again? Malady? Malady, um,
0: yeah.
1: Are known to be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so during the scene when they're kind of talking about what's going on, what what the latest news is about about the Touched, they kept turning over hourglasses. Yeah, it was weird. So each one of them doing it. Yeah,
0: I couldn't figure it out. It was like, I thought maybe it was like how long they could talk, but then they were all just talking randomly and stuff. Um, It was weird.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a thing. My assumption is that they have some connection to either, you know, Blocking out so they can't read their thoughts, or there's some some alter, alternative motive hmm. to that sand help them. Be yeah. Oh, that's
0: people. a cool thought. There's I like that. Nefarious yeah. People.
1: They yeah. They Seem kind of nefarious. I don't know if that's true. They or not, definitely but,
0: do. They definitely seemed like, you know, I don't know. Um, then we meet Detective Frank Monday, mm-hmm. who is like he's trying to solve the malady thing. Um, you know, he's just yep, a. Yep a detective uh, character, your your regular old detective hard-nosed, hard old, but
1: you know, a yeah. tough life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um and he's they're like digging a subway or something, which yep. was interesting too. So cool. so we could believe that like whatever this ability was that touched um, these people also advanced um, society quite a bit in terms of what they could do. Um, because yeah, there's like just regular subway cars driving through and stuff. Um, and then we I go actually,
1: to, I'm trying to think though, the underground might've been built before then.
0: Yeah. But even if it was like the, the subway cars that they showed were like, were
1: they, were they, they, I didn't see them. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah.
0: They definitely see seemed like more advanced than they could have, should have been for the time.
1: Okay. Gotcha. it's um, like, it's like the tube of today where it's just like, like modern cars on it. <laughs>
0: It looked like that to me. And then I had to, like, do a double take, but then they were gone. So I could be entirely wrong, but that's what it looked like to me. Um, I've never been wrong before. I will just say this ever in the history of time. So, you know, just take it as you will.
1: Right, right. I'm not betting against you.
0: Then we go and we meet the rich douchebag guy who um, was in the middle of a threesome. Shirtless? Um, Yeah, His name is Hugo. Hugo Swan. Of course. Yep. And there's really no, like, you know, it doesn't say who he is or whatever. And then there's another guy that comes along. Um, yeah, I don't kind, have, of,
1: kind of smart, but dithering, is a little bit like unsure of himself, asking for this guy's help.
0: Yeah. I don't have his name. I think his last name was Bidlow. I think he okay. was, um, but yeah, he comes there and he's like, I need, yeah, I need your help. And these are two um, like
1: arist- aristocratic guys. These aren't like solid are. guys.
0: Yes. Yeah, they're just like um we really don't know what the, they are at this point. They're just two dudes. And um then we go back, we go to we finally go to the orphanage that we've heard about where like um Miss True takes all of the touched girls and I'm sure we meet your favorite character.
1: The girl that grows the plants?
0: No, nope, Dr. Horatio oh. Cousins.
1: I do like him. I was so excited. Yes. I'm like, oh, there's a doctor. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, um, and our mystical well, healer about it. Go he, ahead. I mean, he, he's a healer. Like he uses, he has healing powers.
1: Well, you see, that's the funny part is that, so in the beginning of this show too, it's interesting. The, um, the guys we were talking about, they're like secret organization of like the elite of, of the elite white men. Um, they seem to think that only women have been touched. But as the episode progresses, we come to see that there are some guys that mm-hmm. also seem to have it, um, but we don't know really, besides the doctor, what the guy's powers may or may not be. And yeah. I find that interesting. And I wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, do you want to talk about it now, or should we wait? Uh, sure. So I'm wondering if if the thought if if the touched powers, so to speak, are actually like a role reversal of gender, so that like. The, the more, like the, the females get the more like out, outward, like masculine kind of powers, strength, things that you can see, and, and the males get the more like feminized powers, maybe more like healing internal, like psychic things. I have no idea because yeah. the, we, there we see definitely at least two other guys during one scene, like light up as they, though they've got powers, but we've never, but they're really the only two people we would know that have, we haven't seen what they actually do. Yeah. Interesting.
0: And it's possible, you know, more of Joss right. Whedon's, like, uh, you know, uh, faux uh, feminist uh, portrayal. But, you know, it's I think it's too early to tell. We've only yeah. really seen one guy with powers. We saw another guy who just has, like, a machine gun arm. So yeah, I don't I know if a that's a power. A yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: yeah. Which it gets <laughs> ripped off, which is awesome during a fight scene from yes.
0: True. <laughs> um, so... That we meet the next character we meet, um, the Beggar King, ah, played by uh, Nick Frost from uh, uh, Edgar Wright movies, and um, he's supposed to be like the scary guy. He runs the streets basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any information goes through him. And at one point, thought it was awesome. He's like he tells um, Miss True that like I'll cut your face or whatever, and she just like leans into the blade. And and, um, she says, This isn't my face. What does that mean? That was awesome.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, shit, this is one tough bra. Yeah. So he
0: backs down. And Um, then one of
1: his cronies is like, I thought you were going to scare them. He's like, Show me your hands. Yeah. Show me your effing hands. Yeah. (laughs) And he brings out his blade. And we're like, Oh, yeah.
0: We didn't have to see that part, though, because I was already cringing. I was like, I don't want to see it um and then we go to the opera another yeah. part that i'm sure I, you were like so excited for
1: oh my gosh so so far we, we've had we've so far let's let's recap for a second we've had you know um some psychic powers i'm into that yeah um you know we've got the the threesome with the with the menage a trois you know with the victorian love affair into that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the healer i'm totally on board with this um, and I love the fact that it's a guy healer, too, because usually they do make it into women for some reason, even though men can heal just as much as women. I don't know why. Yep, so. yep. And now we're at the opera, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. You know, in a way, this has a very Penny Dreadful vibe to it, too. Yes. We're really hitting up all the highlights of what you experience. Or what you expect Victoria, England to be. Yeah. Um, the mood isn't as dark as Penny Dreadful. No. But it's great. Like, the scenery, they're all, yes. I can tell it's going to be a really fun rock to see more England again at this point time period.
0: Yeah, as soon as we were at the opera, I was like, "This Keith's going to lo- love this for everything it is. It's like all that stuff in Victorian England. It's like, oh, of course. Oh, my God. Um, and they were
1: in the box seats, which is exactly where I like to sit. You
0: love it. You're very, very fancy with your <laughs> popping hats and your cane of candy. Well,
1: see, that's the ironic part. Everybody thinks it's fancy, but those are actually the cheaper seats. Uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, no one has to tell that. Maybe in maybe yeah. Victorian times it was different. Probably. But, but remember, yeah. she was got attacked because a girl could cl- climb up on her. That's, That's true. why they're
0: cheap. That's true. So, yeah, so we're at the opera, and it's all the players, all the main players are, like, all talking to one another. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, got,
1: we also have the woman in the wheelchair, like Professor X.
0: Yes, Lavinia Bidlow. Yes. <laughs> she's the other guy's sister, but I, I don't really know what her role is yet.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming she's going to have some powers to it. I don't think we know yet, but... Yeah.
0: Um, um, but, yeah, so her and those... The two guys and the one guy from the um, the white dude organization (laughs) and Ms. True and Penance, they're all just standing around talking. It was very awkward. Yeah. Um, but it was it was cool to see that whole scene play out. Um and then all hell breaks loose. They're watching the opera. Mm -hmm. Malady comes bursting out, slices
1: comes out of the of the of the of the The floor. yeah, Faust, and um, there's firecrackers. Everybody screams, but you know they all thought it was good fun. But then the opera singer all of a sudden has blood coming out of his neck. He falls over, and behind him,
0: yeah, Malady. Malady. Yeah. And she says, "I killed the devil." Um, Why
1: is no one cheering? I killed no. the devil, and, and then, then she goes on a 25 minute diatribe about yes. God.
0: Yes, and she's with um, a woman oh. that has fireballs. And yeah, a guy with old. a machine gun arm. Yeah. So My I'm like,
1: it was like super tall.
0: Yeah. So then I was like, so this is like the, you know, like the brotherhood of evil mutants or whatever. <sighs> so it's like, you've got the good mutants and the X-Men versus like, you know, the bad mutants.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And um, so, yeah, then she, they just start, whatever she says, then they just start attacking the audience. The dude I literally mean, just like shoots a whole bunch of people. <laughs> and i I'm
1: I'm like, why is nobody leaving? I would have ran yeah. the hell out of there.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, well, at one point, some guy stood up, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, sit down."
1: Unless maybe
0: that is her power. Maybe she's like
1: mind manipulation.
0: That's true. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because like definitely you like know, you have hey. Solomon.
1: He's got that voice where like, like lull people in like listening to him. Maybe that was her.
0: Maybe everybody was very captivated, so yeah. it's it's possible. But um, so you know, as hell, all hell breaks loose, then our the two heroes go to try to stop her. One of my favorite scenes when um, they're running down the stairwell mm. and then Amalia True jumps down the center of it and her billowing dress catches on some, like, stakes or whatever and she just slides out and it makes, like, a comedic, like, noise. Like, like she just pops out and then she just does a superhero landing and starts beating the shit out of everybody. I was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was amazing.
1: Now, we... <laughs> They're, just to recap for one moment, too, they're running away because they've, they've abducted. There's somebody, the um, yes. Marilyn is looking for an angel, she says. She keeps saying, She's like, Where's the yes. angel of God? And finally, after the, they start shooting the audience, this girl in the back with beautiful red hair opens up her mouth and starts singing. And again, almost like captivating them all, but you see tendrils of like blue going into people, specific people's bodies.
0: Yep. And yeah. almost
1: as like, so I don't know if she's identifying them or she's yeah. like bringing part of their. Soul out, or what she was, but she was
0: she she's cerebro, she yes. is finding the touched. Um, and right. so, yeah, so there we saw a couple men get lit up. That's when we like, saw the men,
1: yes. yes. At th- that point, we didn't know that men could have it, yeah, right, right. So,
0: right. you know, another um X Men uh ref, right? Um, so she obviously wants her to maybe, I don't know, recruit others or find others to like, I don't know, we don't, we haven't gotten that far. Yep. um but she steals her gets away yeah and, um, and that
1: was when they had that big fight down at the bottom yeah malady against true when true was you know punching her fighting her like you know kicking her but and kind of looked like she was winning for a while but then malady had like her eyes turned like red and then just yeah. like just like used her head and just like bashed her like five times was, yeah headbutt head but the shit out of her
0: <laughs> crazy i love that scene it was crazy yeah um so yeah, and and then another one, other scene that really had nothing to do with it, just to add more bullshit to this story was we saw a mad scientist working on, uh, somebody.
1: Yes, right. So, I like about that.
0: That it was just a snippet, and it was like, all right, let's just add more. Let's just throw keep. Let's keep throwing more into this episode. Like at
1: right. the head, right? Doing yeah, he was drilling
0: like, into somebody's head.
1: So. I'm assuming that they're going to be connected to Malady, and there's some connection with that group. Yeah, I think that's what that's going to be. And he's experimented on on mutants or the touched now here. Yeah,
0: and then the final scene, we get to see what happened three years ago. We see, you know, we're back to the beginning. All these people are, you know, now that we know who the players are, we see that Malady was being dragged away to an insane asylum. Yep. Um, Ms. True was the one who who was trying to, I guess, kill herself by jumping yeah. in the water. Right. Um, and uh, what were some others? We saw the doctor. I think he was already a doctor. Yep. Um, we
1: saw the. Um, uh, what's your name? The guy in the woman in the wheelchair, Lavinia, pushing each other, and they both like looked. They both seemed like stunned, and then they both kind of looked at each other, like, "Did you also just lose track of time?" But they yeah. did, like, Unspoken, yeah. Yeah, so
0: in that in that time period, we then see like an alien yeah. spacecraft just sprinkling uh, dust on people, and then
1: family dust. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was like uh, you know, it was like chemtrails. This is what everybody chemtrails, was talking yeah, like, about.
1: Like the Lana Del new album. The yeah,
0: government yeah. is is trying to turn us into touched with the chemtrails. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, then the ship itself dissolves and. Everybody who was frozen, staring at this thing, who was getting these dust on them was like, whoa. Um, They just forgot, like forgot that happened, just went on living their life like everything else. Oh, one important thing we did see, the the main guy, the Lord, who is on the, the, the team against the Touched, was picking up his daughter from school or whatever,
1: yeah, like maybe like I got society. Yeah.
0: Yes. She gets some of this dust on her and then falls, either dies or becomes sick or whatever. Yep. So we're seeing why he feels the way he feels about, um, you know, about the touched and the whole thing that happened. So I yeah, thought I was that would be interesting.
1: I, I found that interesting too. How yeah. we, there may be other people we don't know now that may have died or suffered from this because we've only known at this point people who have transformed to become more powerful, it seems like, Yeah. Or actualized.
0: Yeah, because oh. like they do even say like they uh, like that it became you know people became grotesque or that like mm-hmm. deformities you know and they're like well no not entirely that's not entirely true oh right because so, the
1: one guy does ask like what's your deformity or something yeah right yeah yeah
0: so um but yeah and then and then it, it ended it was like like I said a jam packed hour long thing and um yeah before we get into talking about our rating. I want to know, Keith. What if you were touched? What would what would your power be? Mm.
1: I mean, I could choose any I want.
0: Yeah, let's go with that. What would if you could have a power? What would it be? I feel like I know most of your favorites.
1: Well, I mean, so. I've always wanted healing abilities, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I also want, you know, low-level telekinesis as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've talked before about this, and I think this would be a great episode. I would take over for the doctor. I would develop low-level telekinesis and healing. And I would use um, scalpels as my weapon that they would rotate around my head yes. and shoot them at yeah <laughs> yeah, when they came to challenge me or my patients.
0: Now, yeah. do you have, like, telepathy at all or just telekinesis?
1: You know, I don't want to be omnipotent, so no telepathy in this scenario. Okay. I'll, you know, I'm okay with just moderate healing abilities you know magical in nature uh-huh. obviously i've got the, the the intellectual background too to kind of learn what i'm using it for yes and then low level i can just lift things up the light with my mind um but i can use them as weapons you know knives those kinds of things
0: yeah, yeah i love it i love yeah.
1: it how about you what, what are we thinking for you here
0: well my <laughs> mind always eh, mine's more boring than that i always just want to be indestructible Okay. Okay. okay and I don't okay. know if that says anything at a deeper level, like if, like, a, like a, my therapist like would ha- uh, say anything about that. If I have like a fear of like injury or death, <laughs> but um, I always like that. And to go along with that, I would have to have some sort of um, superior strength, because just okay. being like a normal indestructible person just sounds kind of boring.
1: I mean, that's kind of like what's her name from um, Heroes, right?
0: Yeah, the cheerleader. Wait,
1: well, yeah, yeah. Hated penitentiary. Yeah. She like fall off like the carousel. and like, oh, exactly. But, yeah. yeah,
0: and then she was just like, yeah. So I, I mean, guess, like, I guess that's fine. But yeah, I would like, like, to be more like Bruce Willis and unbreakable, where he could like okay. lift a ton of shit and then like, but and probably I would still probably be afraid of water also. So I would probably be like Bruce Willis and unbreakable. Or there's a comic book character called Britt. Okay. Um, and he is like completely indestructible. Okay. Like, and I always like that character too. So,
1: now, does yeah. he have a fatal flaw? Like, when Emma Frost turns into like diamond form, if you find the one area, you know, what or um, mentally or
0: uh, no, he's British. Oh, so he's not <laughs> that's his fatal flaw.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
1: okay. I mean, I think, you know, I think both of ours are definitely feasible. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like you're having quite a few, like, you know, high level, high levels for your stacking, but I think that's fine.
0: I didn't I say like high. super strength. Just, I want to be, when I punch someone, I just want them to know that I punched them.
1: Like maybe they fly back into the wall or something yeah, like that? Yeah, a little bit. But, okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you, we'll give you at least moderate durability and, and lower level, but above, above average strength. So like, you're like, you're like a bodybuilder strength guy. Kind of like, ha- normal size.
0: All right, I would like a little bit higher level of durability instead of just okay, moderate we'll durability. You, we'll you,
1: okay, out of a seven point scale like the old Marvel cards used to have, you're gonna have a five for durability. Okay, all right, all right, that's above a four, which would have been probably what I would have given you because, but now that you complained, yeah, like, where's a five. like, but just strength like, is only gonna be a four, so just above average.
0: Where's Colossus on this seven point scale? Oh He's like a God. seven,
1: Colossus is probably like six. All
0: right, I, mean, I don't
1: to be, a, I mean. Remember, now, this is not extra mutants. This is touched. You only got like a, like a, a right. move of the pixie dust.
0: All right, all right, all right. I'll take a five. Abilities. I'll take a five.
1: Yeah. I mean, come on now. I mean, now, I get a seven for my healing abilities. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> oh, like, just kidding. just kidding.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I wonder if there's going to be, like, omega-level touched characters in this. Like, if there's some that are more powerful because everybody's kind of on even keel as far as the yeah. powers go
1: i mean you know that's what i'm thinking is going to eventually happen with the scientist guy is that he's going to find ways to like make these people into like his frankenstein puppets and make them like super super yeah.
0: hyper-
1: i don't know though yeah yeah um that's my conjecture
0: <laughs> yeah no i think it's uh I, and i'm eager to find out like i Really, really, really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, um, I,
1: mean, I and there's people that we don't know much about either. We, there's a whole slew of characters that we know must have be touched in some way, but they never exhibit any powers. We saw one girl, for instance, showing us her Earth power briefly. Yes, um, and that which reminded me of Terra. Was it from our yeah?
0: Yeah,
1: um, and then there's another girl. And she's she's like a lovelorn girl, and she's trying to always get with this guy who's one of the, And we don't know anything about her.
0: Yeah, um, there was a whole bunch, and then even at the end when they showed them all sleeping in the room or whatever, there was like one girl that was like glowing. I mean, there's, yeah. and that's just in that one spot. Like, and then even at the at the opera when we saw all these tendrils of light coming out, they went to a whole bunch of people too. So, like, I mean, the possibilities are endless yeah. for like yeah. all the powers that we'll see, and for being the first episode, it didn't skirt around that at all it was like you know here's powers they're using them like this was the most in a in a world of comic book movies and tv shows this was the most comic book like thing that that i've watched in a long time yeah, yeah i yeah, mean yeah. with like just the way it all played out even like the like i said like some of the effects and the sound effects were very much just like like he- heavy-handed comic booky, like almost cheesy even you know like over the top and I loved it I thought it was um so much fun
1: I did too I mean and that's that was to me that's Joss Whedon at his best you know his personal life and the, the way that he works with people might be awful and it sounds like it is awful but if you do appreciate his view of you know his cinematic view and how he, how he puts together characters and such I mean he, he hits it out of the ballpark I felt for this series or this, this show, at least they had the best of Firefly, the best of Buffy, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just kind of come into it again.
0: Yeah. And a lot from, like I said, like that X-Men run, like he definitely like brought his love of comics into the show. Yep. Um, and, it, and it definitely shows it was um, I think this is the best X-Men <laughs> stuff that we've had, you know, on, on, on TV or film since like we were introduced to like the x-men like initially the the, the patrick stewart stuff or the oh. 90s cartoon even yeah but no i think like that the first movie was good because it was fresh it was you yeah. know but like yeah. for me all the other x-men's after that just kind of stunk yeah yeah I mean, they weren't didn't stink age of apocalypse stunk that one was terrible but like <laughs> um first class was was good but no. then then with the time with the time Jumping and stuff, I, I always lose me if there's like time uh, uh, stuff involved. Yeah, so yeah, I definitely was a fan of this. If there was a full season, I definitely would have binged it. I'm very much looking forward to next weekend to yeah. episode two to see if it can keep up the momentum. Um, what, were, what was your rating?
1: Uh, oh, same thing. Definitely. Um, yeah, practic- practically, we can't binge it because of how it's being rolled on HBO. But I would have loved to watch another episode right away. Absolutely, um, if that was an option. So yeah, yeah
0: just um, be like you said, just to see like what other like cool powers there's going to be, what other cool yeah. characters.
1: And we're also going to go in London. What else are we going to see? You know, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and honestly, the one thing I do want to see more of, which I was a little disappointed in, is that, and maybe maybe I'm not judging it fairly though, is um, uh, getting the whole group camaraderie. At this point, I really didn't. It seems like there's a bunch of like a separate. People and they're all kind of tangentially c- connected, and I'm sure they're going to come together. But you know how um, Buffy and Firefly—they had like a distinct crew, and they all had yep. like you know whatever you're looking for. Um, X-Men obviously had that all built in too. This one really have obviously they're like um we're, we're starting to learn more about uh, penitence.
0: Penance, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But but penance and true are really like the dynamic duo yep. uh, that we see most often, and the everybody else is kind of tangential at this point. Um, yeah. And so hopefully there'll be more people besides them. I like them, but I, li- I, li- I like when there's a big group dynamic, like Star Trek Next Generation or those kinds yes. of things. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and it was only the first episode. So, you know, getting all the players out there, which there yeah. were more than enough of them. Yeah. Um, and now hopefully we'll see some sort of dynamic between them. Yes.
1: Yeah, because the witty banter back and forth is like, they only really had one, one, one part of that. Yeah. Um, when they're all meeting in the opera. And that's yeah. kind of the fun, uh, another really fun component of Joss Whedon's work usually.
0: Now, one thing that will be interesting to see, so Joss is no longer associated with the show. He um, left after six episodes. So after six episodes, the production stopped due to COVID. And the way that the season's going to come out is going to be, the first six episodes are going to come out, and then there'll be a break, and then okay. the final four episodes. And the final four episodes are now uh, run by Philippa Goslett, She's the new showrunner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see like if, you know, how, how things transition and, and how they change. Um, I think that'd but, be great. I'm yeah. excited
1: to see it. Oh, that is actually really cool. And to know what's good. I mean, I'm actually kind of, that could be really neat, actually, because um, since it does seem like there is definitely some kind of gender story to be told here that we not obviously, it's just the first episode, but to think about it from a guy's point of view as director and producer mm-hmm. producer, director
0: everything yeah you um, know switching
1: all. over to a woman doing it might be yeah. kind of cool to see how the characters might evolve differently or you know it'd be neat to see what happens. I'm excited about that
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. um you know, hopefully the they said that the first six episodes had a logical stopping point too. so um it it'll seems like it'll make it easier for her to continue the next four if she's able to have like a fresh start start over instead of like trying to finish like what somebody started, you know yep. so. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully uh, it will continue to be as good as the first episode. My only gripe was that there was just too much thrown in. It was just too heavy-handed trying to get all these stories out there. Um, but you know, that being said, it did want leave me wanting more because I wanted to know more about all these stories. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. Um, so yeah, that is that right there is the Nevers. Um, you know, leave a comment, let us know what you thought. If you watch the show, um, send us a message. Uh, next up, first thing before we go, we're gonna get into our big first apps favorites box giveaway. We've got the winner, we're gonna pick the winner right now coming up. And
1: I can't wait,
0: yeah. So that will be exciting. There'll be a whole bunch more of these first apps favorites. We had a lot of fun putting it out there, um, you know, getting to. Meet new people through this. Hopefully, you know, if you found the show through like the giveaway, you enjoyed the show and you'll stick around for more. But you know, if not, whatever. You know, <laughs> do your thing. I'm glad that you found us one way or the other. But you know,
1: uh, if not, it's a disappointment to us both. But you know, we will get by and I'm sure you will too. You well,
0: know, yeah, exactly. We appreciate you just at least giving us a shot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so all that being said. Thank you so much for watching this episode of First Eps. Um, you know, if you've watched, if you're watching it on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, pop culture playground, tons of cool content out there from video games to wrestling, movie reviews, this podcast here. Uh yeah, you put you your
1: butt off. You are it's a whole mean empire. You are pulling out here. It's, it's impressive.
0: We're churning it out. You know, it's it's all it's all happening. Um, but yeah, I would love if, if you were to subscribe. Um, you know, the more subscribers, the more, uh, quality content that we could put out. And, um, if you're listening on a podcast service, leave us a five-star rating, leave us a review. And, uh, cause those are huge. Like I would love to have more of those. So I really do appreciate, you know, everybody checking this out, the whole community, since we started doing this has been awesome. And to top it all off, we're having super fun, uh, doing it. So, um yeah so thank you so much and we'll see you next time <laughs> all right keith now it is time for our big giveaway so what we're going to do i've got everybody assigned a number you're going to run the random number generator i might this even be
1: 165 to... right
0: 156
1: <laughs> oof my dyslexia coming through okay uh-huh. 156 okay
0: yeah, so uh, let it rip, and I'll, I'll let you know who uh, our big winner is. Do
1: you want me to broadcast my screen?
0: Um, No, I could, I mean, I could probably even see it in the reflection of your glasses. Okay. 106. Oh, oh 106. Oh that is... That is West Star MMG. You are the big winner. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, they were from Instagram. So um thank oh, you gosh. for thank you for, you know, thank you for following us on Instagram for checking it out. We're gonna be doing more of these favorites boxes, um, hopefully pretty regularly. So, you know, stick around if you didn't win. There will be another chance to get in there, a whole bunch of different other prizes, but kind of a similar, similar thing every time. There's gonna be just all our favorite stuff just thrown in there.
1: I am thrilled. That was
0: so much fun. Yeah, so I will contact you via Instagram and um you Congratulations.
1: know Congratulations.
0: Yeah, congrats. Thanks for thanks for following, thanks for watching, and uh I'll get your info on Instagram.
1: Do you see it all or not? I do. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Leo. Hi. Hi, Leo. <laughs> oh, okay. He might, be, he might be leaving now. Oh, yep, he's gone now.
0: <laughs> Fortunately, you know, the post credit scene, so, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing.
1: <laughs> no, that's, everyone knows that's where the best stuff happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like Leo's like the uh, Nick Fury of uh, First Steps. <laughs> Nick Furry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nick Furry, Yes.